right. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. full one today so we're gonna jump right the fuck into it first one up the state of fucking florida gang i've said it once this may be my one millionth time saying it we aren't even trying to hide how fucked up we are as a country i mean we are wearing it on our fucking sleeve florida and fuckface ron desantis a fucking trump disciple is yet another state to take critical race theory out of their curriculum. And again, more importantly, go ask your average, it's like socialism, right? All you know is that Fox News says that socialism is bad, therefore it's bad. Okay, when your major news source is that intellectual sewage, it's no wonder you sound like a fucking asshole. Right again. Ask the average person to to name uh, define critical race theory, and be prepared to wear another pair of underwear because you're probably going to laugh so fucking hard that you're going to piss on yourself. Uh, it's just it, again, we're not even trying. And again, when when you listen to the Coontress and Jesse Lee Peterson and when she was the angry black woman, uh, Stacey Dash. Yeah, they'll only confirm what Fox News is saying. Again, all at its foundation, all critical race theory is going to do is literally teach you the truth. Again, this fairy tale version of America that they're trying to push forward, and I'm talking about the hardcore, unreasonable conservatives here when I say it. Their, their version of America, this kumbaya bullshit, yeah, that's exactly how it doesn't work, gang. I mean, I just finished telling y'all, my father, again, the man that I met, this is my dad. Again, this was not Kunta Kinte's next door neighbor. My dad, before his balls dropped, was cutting black people down from trees after they were lynched. That was not that long ago. That means the people that were doing those lynching, their kids, they're my age now. Right? Again, as long as there's a Joe and a Jack and Jack is black, there will always be racism. Something tells me those kids just didn't wake up one day and say, we love black people. All critical race theory wants to do is teach this country the truth. Now, again, please listen to Ben Shapiro. Please listen to Steven Crowder and Milo Yiannopoulos. Please listen to fucking Candace Fuckface Owens and Diamond and Silk. When they tell you there's no such thing, Dave Rubin, fucking Jordan Peterson. Please notice not, not a nary one of those white people and not a nary one of those sellout coons would ever be invited over for the barbecue. But yet these are the people that get put forth 
as the beholders of all things truthful. Now, please continue to listen to that group of random fucking motley crew of idiots when they tell you there is no systemic racism. And you can sit there and you can continue to assert that you are right, but you're going to miss the obvious fact that you are wrong. Again, this thing that it's so far in our past and let's just get over it, move on. Again, DeSantis, fuckface Greg Abbott, everyone who's making this happen, it's going to be your kids, going to be your grandkids that are going to pay the fucking price. And that's not a threat, Jack. That's a fact. That is a promise. Because we are not going to solve the problems that this country has by acting like they don't exist. By acting like police brutality is not an actual issue. To sit there and act as if voter suppression laws, oh no, that's not voter suppression. We just want to, you know, reserve the integrity of our voting system. Well, guess what, fuckfaces? It was never under attack. Again, Georgia is simply mad because Georgia turned blue for the first time since 1776. And they can't have that shit anymore, so what did they do? They enacted voter suppression laws that on purpose fucking target minorities. Now, there's nowhere they're going to put it right smack dab on paper. That's why idiots like Dave Rubin and shit like that say, show me, just show me one law. Where is it written that they're going after blacks and browns and the, the disenfranchised? Hey, fuck face. That's exactly how it doesn't work. Right? You think Do you think Ron DeSantis is so fucking stupid? He is stupid. He's actually diabolically brilliant is what he is. But I mean, when you make these voters suppression laws, no one's so fucking stupid that they're going to put it down on paper. We want wetbacks and niggers not to vote. No. They're sly about that shit, Jack. And assholes like you are the ones who bite on it. But again, let's go back to fuckface Ron DeSantis. Again, you're not even trying to hide it, dude. And as of last Thursday, your state is one more state, along with the fucking state of Texas, that cannot teach, and let's not even say critical race theory, that they cannot teach the truth. Again, please notice how everyone who's saying that fucking, oh, this is the greatest country ever, there are no problems, and all we do is hug and kiss each other are prominent white people. Yeah, again, go go ahead. Let me splash some pepper in that big sea of salt. Again, diamond and silk. Ooh. The Hodge twins. Jesse Lee Peterson. Candace Fuckface Owens. Tim Scott Cook, whatever the fuck that coon's name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what all those coons have in common other than the fact they're uh, coons? They're unremarkable. There's nothing outstanding about any of them. But for you fucks who want to get rid of critical race theory, you lean on them because I've said it before. Blacks like that will not challenge you. They're just going to sit there like, oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir, boss. You you are right, sir. You get a brother like me, I'm going to smack you down. Right? And it's not just me. My Caucasoidal brothers and sisters from the island of Caucasus, they're going to push you as well. And they're not going to let you. I've said one thing more thing before we move on. I told y'all this story before, and it's one of my earliest moments here in Austin. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. When I say my white brothers and sisters have to be the ones to step up, 
right? This was a long time ago. So where I worked was a lot more wide open. If you were way in the back, you had a direct view of the front. And I was in the very back and it was me and a coworker named Mark. Now there was a guy who came in and he was kind of, you know, the mayor of West Austin kind of personality, right? Sorry, Bubba. He's underneath my foot. Didn't see him. And he's walking to the gym, and every person he said hello to, it was the Queen's English, Jack, right? Hello, hello, cheerio, tut-tut, hello, top of the morning, hello, hello. And then he literally goes all the way to the gym and gets to me. You know what his monkey ass said? Hey, my main man, soul brother, you jive turkey. And then wanted, you know, didn't want to shake my hand but do all kinds of dap and shit. Gang, I couldn't even draw a breath to say it. Mark was the first, like, why'd you do that to Robert? Huh? But we sat here and we watched you say hello to 29 people. Then you, Mark called him out. So again, that's a great way to close up the first topic. I need my white brothers and sisters on this and hashtag fuck Ron DeSantis. Now it's time to move on to another one, gang. And you know how we turn the page in this show. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jen and truth. Let's go. Next up, I didn't know this, gang. We're on the five-year anniversary of the massacre at the Pulse nightclub. Now, that's just fucking sad, gang. And again, how many times do I got to tell you? I am not a guns expert. I'm learning. I'm learning little by little. But I'm telling you right now, I'm still not a gun expert. But I'm also not a trauma surgeon. And when someone gets hit, by an 18-wheeler, right? They're unconscious. Fucking, it just, it's a, they're a mangled mess. Their leg is turned fucking backwards. There's an eye hanging out of the socket. I have no idea how to make that person better. None. Zip, zero. It's not my speciality. It's not what I'm strong at. But I know enough about the human body to be able to say, oh, this is fucked up. And if someone doesn't call 911, hashtag me then this person's going to die right here on the fucking hot concrete. Gang, I don't have to be a guns expert. I don't have to know all the stats to be able to tell you this country is doing something incredibly and magnificently and terribly fucking wrong. We are. You remember the good old days, right? At fucking Columbine when we first heard about it? You, you you stopped dead in your fucking tracks, didn't you? You could not believe there was a mass shooting in a school. We were devastated. Now when we hear one, you don't even bother to stop. Right? We are so flooded with this type of information, it, it doesn't bother us anymore. We have become apathetic. And I mentioned that a couple episodes ago. If you're my age... You remember those first-generation car alarms. It, it, where I went to high school, it was a noisy fucking mess. Everyone's car alarm was going off, right? They were so sensitive that if the wind blew or if three cars down, someone slammed their door, your car alarm went off. How many times did you go running to see if someone's shit getting gaffled? You did it. That's how we are about shootings in this country now, gang. We are. It, it doesn't even move the needle much. Yeah, there'll be a 20-second sad song montage on CNN or someplace, 
And then we'll just sit here and wait for the next one. Again, I am not a gun expert, but I can tell you we are doing something wrong. Again, we all know the drill, don't we? We all know it's about to happen. Right? The next mass shooting, the Democrats will say something along about gun control. The Republicans will say, my God, must you politicize this now? The bodies aren't even cold. Then this entire country is going to sit here and say, you know what? Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. And then 45 days later, we got another fucking mass shooting. Not even 45 days sometimes. So again, I don't know what the quote unquote ultimate solution is. But what I can tell you is what we are doing now, it isn't working. Right? Again, I grew up with guns. I don't hate them. They're just not for me, really. Right? Uh, no. I, will I go shooting again? More than likely, that answer is yeah. Will I ever own one? If I'm a betting man, and I am, I'm not going to own a gun. And if you want to own a gun, own a fucking gun. I do not have a problem with that. But the fact that we have not budged. You, you know what? Well, fuck that. In the state of Texas... I'm right. We haven't budged. We're taking long strides, Jack, except it's in the wrong direction, if you ask me. I mean, again, getting a driver's license and voting, getting abortion, all these things are infinitely harder than going and getting a, a, a fucking rifle, a handgun. I mean, seriously. People without medical insurance have a higher likelihood of fucking dying when they are sick. And instead of solving that problem, this state decided we are going to go again, all, no brakes, all gas, and we're just going to put more guns into the system. So again, gang, I, I just, I, I'm not feeling this. Five years past the Pulse nightclub, all those victims, Thor, be with you. And on behalf of this country, to the surviving family members, I'm sorry. We, we are disgracing the memory of your loved one by fucking up and not doing a fucking thing to solve this problem. So that was lovely, wasn't it? All right. We're going to move on to another fucking topic. That one was depressing. And the next one's not going to be too much better. But you know how we move on to another topic on this show. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. Now, I'm not going to sit here and play the victim gang. I know how this fucking works. Right? When you dial into YouTube and you keep typing in the same shit, YouTube just eventually gets hip to your pattern. So it's going to flood your inbox or your, your feed with what it is they think you want to watch. So, guess who was on my YouTube feed just this morning? The tiny tot himself, Ben Fuckface. I still sip, drink from a sippy cup, Shapiro. Gang, I, I oh, fuck me. This motherfucker. It, there are times when I wonder how much of this is an act, right? He's a self-proclaimed Rush baby. And by that, Rush Fuckface Pill popping, the world is better without you, Limbaugh. And I actually mean that. I, I, no exaggeration. I told y'all my other episode about that fucker. This country made him rich. 
And all he did was to pollute the American airwaves with his racist, misogynistic, and xenophobic opinions. And it wasn't just that Rush said it, is that a great many people fucking agreed with him. But I wonder how much of Fuckface Ben is an act. Because I remember seeing uh, an interview with Fuckface Rush Limbaugh, and the reporter was like, you know, dude, come on now. No, no. You don't really believe all this shit that you're saying, right? This, it's a gimmick, right? It, it It's like Coke. It, it's like Jordash. This is your brand. This You, you want to make money, right? And I still remember Rush pushed his chin back into his fucking duck fat fucking soaked chin, his greasy fucking hair, and he pursed his disgusting lips and his eyes started to fucking squint. And he was like, well, yeah, I mean, let's make this money, right? I'm trying to sell airtime to the highest bidder. Let's get paid. Now, I have no doubt that what his, the foundations of his belief, that those are genuine. I believe that. Rush was a hardline, unforgiving conservative. That part I believe. But again, he got paid to say the worst shit, right? Again, if I got up here, gang, and if I just started to spew, if y'all didn't know me, and my very first episode was me saying the most horrifically transphobic, homophobic shit, y'all wouldn't get five minutes through, and I'd get canceled. Y'all would be like, no, not canceled, sorry. Ooh, I, I, I tripped up on the Fox shit. And because I got tripped up on the Fox shit, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth and self-correction. Let's go. I wouldn't get canceled. I'd suffer the necessary consequences. We don't need that shit floating around the airwaves. So I'd get my ass torn up and I would have deserved it, right? But again, that's that was Russia's business model. And instead of him getting fucking the kibosh, he got money. And so I'm wondering how much did it did fuckface Ben, I am so small that my mom still has to cut my steak Shapiro. I wonder how much he's modeling his bullshit after his idol Rush Limbaugh. Now, again, I 100% believe that the foundation of his bullshit is 100% correct. I do believe that fuckface Ben Shapiro is a hardline, unforgiving fucking conservative. I do believe that. But the rest, I wonder how much is that, you know, a genuine feeling versus him just trying to say the most outlandish shit so he can continue to get viewers. But here's the thing. Even if, even if that's an act, and I've said this before, one person's joke is a thousand people's fucking battle cry. I remember, of course, he was on Fox when he said it. And there it was several shootings, gang. And these weren't the random ones. These were the ones that were racially motivated and religiously uh, motivated. And I care. there was a mosque that got shot the fuck up. And ben got, I think it was with fuckface, hate, scarecrow, Laura Ingram. Yeah, I think so. Where he was like, hey, look, I got over a million, you know, followers. I can't be responsible, you know, for what someone does, right? Because in one of the shooters' manifesto, on several manifestos, actually, they have uh, cited Ben Shapiro as a major influence for their craziness, right? 
And here's where I don't. And of course, Link, Laura, you know, oh, Ben, you're so shut the fuck up. Again, you know what my average view of uh, you uh, listen is per episode between like 50 and 60 people. If I'm lucky again, I told you I'm doing this for fun. I, I like doing it. Hashtag sponsor should hit me up, but no, it, it's fun for me. I, I like doing it. Ben Shapiro on a bad day probably has five to 10 million people listening. Right. So he he has to measure his words a lot more carefully. And I remember when he said some along the lines of, you know, Muslims are, you know, primitive. They, they like to bomb crap and live in open sewage. Ben, for a Harvard grad, you are so fucking stupid. It hurts my fucking feelings. You have to know. You have to know, dude, that your your words carry way more weight than a scrub like mine. Right again, if I'm lucky, I will get 60 people to listen to what I just said. If you had 60 viewers, you'd be on my level, Jack. Right? But you're not. So again, I, I wonder how much of this is an act, but it doesn't matter. He's still responsible for what comes out of his puke hole. But what made him made today's show again was it was two shows on Nickelodeon. Obviously, Nickelodeon excuse me, is targeted towards very young children. And the first thing that he was bitching about was there was a drag queen, an actual drag queen, and she was singing a song, right? And the song was pretty much, I'm just like you, right? I'm nice. I'm, just, I'm a person just like you, right? And, you know, it, and, and Ben did what Ben does, and the person like, you know, it's okay, you know, if John, if you end up like this, and I, I got, I should have fucking downloaded the fucking video, but there was nothing perverted, there was nothing suggestive, but Ben did what Ben always does, and that is to mischaracterize the entire fucking argument, right? And so, and 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 in all fairness, there's one thing that he said during his little fucked up ass diatribe, and that is. You know, turn off your TV. Now, I agree with them on that. If there's be it that show on Nickelodeon, the Playboy chant, did I just say the fuck? Did I just date myself again? Fuck me, I'm getting old. But it doesn't matter what the television show is or the station. If you as a parent do not want your kids to see X, then turn X off. I mean, I was a young man when Howard Stern first hit the scene. And after the first 500 women that he brought to orgasm because he put her on a fucking washing machine spin cycle and she busted a nut, it got boring really fast, like really fast. I didn't write the fucking FCC. I just turned it off. And so, yeah, Ben, if you don't want your kids to know anything about drag queens, you're right. Turn it off. I'm not stopping you. I'm not bashing you. You're right. Turn it off. But again, he turned this into something that it wasn't, right? And it's like, basically, they're trying to convince your children that they too are drag queens. No, Ben, that's not how it works. Again, what is so hard about learning the truth? What, what's, what's so bad about telling your child, oh, drag queen, yeah, that's a real thing. And you know what? And you can just leave it right there. You do, you do not have to put your personal opinion in it. You do not have to put any fucking judgment. 
negative or positive, right? Dad, what's a drag queen? Oh, it's it's actually a very old art form, right? It's your your body's a canvas, right? It is probably the one of the original forms of like a cosplay. And I hope I didn't fuck that shit up with that uh comparison. Hashtag let me know if I did. Right? But it is. I my older sister does drag and it's fucking fantastic. And yes, it is an art form. Just like you don't, if there's a picture of a nude or a painting or Michelangelo's David. You don't have to go into the ins and the outs of, you know, why a dick is just sitting there in your kid's face. You're just like, yo, it's a sculpture. It's a very famous sculpture. That's actually how they got down back in those days, right? The bodies were way more proportionate uh, in terms of how they were depicted artistically. Unlike like Superman comics today, right? He's like fucking Mr. Olympia. You can just say, yo, that's that's how they got down. Yeah, David's got no clothes on. Same thing with being a drag queen. But instead... Ben took what should be about a two and cranked that shit to a 27. And again, if it took just one video of a drag queen for your kid to say, daddy, I'm a drag queen. It's because your kid was a fucking drag queen, Ben. Right. And then there was another uh, thing on Nickelodeon and it was a little jingle. Y'all remember those books when we were a little bit younger? I, I was probably what, junior high-ish when that stuff started to go down with the whole Molly has two mommies, you know, Danny has two daddies. Again, what's so fucking hard about simply learning the facts? Yeah, sometimes Molly's going to have two mommies. There, there are actually three lesbian couples right here in my neighborhood. And you know exactly what they're not doing? They're not knocking on my door and eating each other out. Oh, we're going to make you watch this, mother. No. That's exactly what they don't do. Gang, I'm pretty sure I've had more sex where it is openly visible than my lesbian and gay brothers and sisters have. Right? I mean, it's like when Michael Sam, the first ever uh, openly gay man, drafted. I know, I know, I know. This is a fucking cheap shot. I just can't pass it up. He was actually fucking drafted by the Rams. And the only thing that would have made it any better was if he was drafted by, I'm going to go to hell, the Packers. Oh, please forgive me. Thank God it wasn't in the 1980s and the 90s because then he would have been drafted by the Oilers. Oh, I'll see myself out. Jesus Christ. But you know I love my gay brothers and sisters. Fuck it. But he kissed his boyfriend after he got drafted. Oh, my God. Y'all remember the aftermath on that? Fuck me. But what they conveniently left out was all the guys who pretty much got a hand job by their girlfriend for being a top 10 draft pick. Right? Again, what's so hard about simply telling your kids the fucking truth? And again, the video that he was complaining about secondly was, you know, they're teaching our kids about being gay and all this other bullshit. It's like, no. Again, if your kid saw a single video and said, Dad, I'm gay, it's not because of the video. It's because your fucking kid is gay. And I truly hope and I pray before God and four more white people that the offspring of Shapiro, baby, I'm surprised that his body is mature enough to fucking make sperm. That man will have the robust physique of a 13-year-old from now until the day he dies. But I truly hope 
that his kids, and I lied to you not when I tell you this, gang, that they are all heterosexual. So they never have to see the videos of the internalized hatred that their father fucking has for them. So again, I, I, I don't even know how he squeezes this shit into his day. How not busy are you, Ben, where you are constantly worrying about what trans and what gay and lesbian people are doing that's got nothing to do with you, Jack? So again, he had to make the fucking list on this one today. I just I had to do it. But, gang, as usual, again, I'm getting really good at this fucking podcast thing. And I'm looking at the clock. We're pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. And then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. And Truth. Let's go. Keep this train going. Gang, we're going to have a little bit of fun today, but before we start on the fun portion, I want to squeeze in one more uh, bit of housekeeping. I was thinking about that video that I sent out this morning about how low our bar has been set socially since the orange asshole spent the last four years just ripping this country apart. It, It reminded me of a conversation at work. Of course, work, right? And... Someone at work, let's just say we don't agree politically. Hashtag she's a Trump supporter, right? And she knows I've got a podcast and she actually listened to one. Thanks. Yeah, honestly and truly, I hope she's still listening. But when she started talking about this particular episode, I was immediately able to identify which episode she was talking about. I was trashing Trump. Again, I I don't think he was a shitty president. I think he was a shitty person. Right, you can always count on shit people to do shit things. Trump has proven that time and time a fucking again. And she was talking, and I can't remember exactly which one of my points about Trump she was disagreeing with, but she ended it with something along the lines of, "What about Nancy Pelosi?" Well, because I remember which episode, Bubba. This mother, watch the moment I get up. His fat ass, he wants to go outside. Bubby, nope, nope, now he's, nope. Gang, what would I do without the fucking bubs? Hey, Bubba. Now my little four-legged meatloaf. But back to the show. Okay. And because I immediately identified which episode, I actually said this during the show. And that is, gang, as an independent, I've told y'all before, the, the definition of an independent to me it's not that I can vote for anybody. It's that I can trash everyone. I don't have any allegiance, right? And if you want to know why allegiance is bad, look at the last four years, right? It, it, it's it's not just that Democrats are wrong. It's that Republicans are always right. And people who know better defended Trump no matter what he said, no matter what. Remember that one conference that fucker went to? where he literally shoved another world leader out of the way 
and smugly popped his fucking collar. Remember that? Yeah, they defended that. They absolutely fucking defended that. Here's the thing, though, gang. If that was your fucking kid and y'all were at a dinner party and your kid acted like that, you'd beat the brakes off that fucker right there in front of the whole crowd. You would. Right? And I remember during that episode, I said, again, as an independent, I am openly admitting that Democrats have a laundry list of defects. They do. But here's the thing. Go get your own fucking podcast if you want to trash the Democrats. Because I spent that episode talking shit about the Trump administration. But let me tell you why, gang. I have a severe issue with this whole whataboutism argument. Gang, come February, let's say that I'm going to host a Super Bowl watching party. Hashtag, I'm not going to do that. And while I step out to go flip the burgers, I, I don't see that John has pulled his pants down and taken a massive shit in my living room. Now, I didn't see it, but when I come back and now Susie has pulled her pants down and taken a shit in my living room, I'm going to be like, what the fuck is your problem? And if her answer is, well, what about John? He took a shit in the living room. You still haven't addressed the fucking problem, you nasty bitch. Now we've got two piles of shit to talk about. And again, if all you can say, if the best thing you can say about your Republican candidate is that a Democrat fucked it up first, great. Now we've got two fuck-ups to deal with. Just because the Democrat did it doesn't mean you get to do it or should do it. Now I'll be the first one to admit, I did not know that Obama started the detention cages. He did it before Trump. He absolutely did. And again, it goes to how it is we communicate with each other. Because I was on Twitter talking shit. And instead of, yo, just in case you're not aware, Obama had those uh, cages up before Trump. No, what, what was it? Oh, you stupid fuck face. You fuck moron, lunatic, libtard, cut. You sack of shit. Obama did. Okay, first and foremost, go fuck yourself. Again, everyone is fucking Hercules when they're typing that shit out on their fucking iPad and I can't see you, right? All you got to do is drop a little knowledge. But when I found out that Obama started that shit first, I trashed Obama. I am not a fan, gang. I do not like people in cages. This is not the San Diego Zoo. There has to be a better way. There just has to be. Gang, I remember watching a fucking documentary on the evolution of military weaponry. Are you not aware, gang, that we have a fucking bomb, a missile, that I, I could shoot it from Austin and it'll go to fucking San Antonio, Texas? Now, if the bunker of the enemy is literally one mile underneath the Earth's surface, that missile will hit above the bunker and it will go all the way down and it will not detonate until it reaches exactly one mile underneath the Earth's surface. If we're smart enough to fucking do that, we can find a way to treat people who cross the border, whether we want them here or not, a little bit more humanely. Right? And so again, I don't care if it's Obama. I do not care if it was Trump, and I don't care if it was Biden. Do fucking better. But again, if all you got is to sit here and tell me that my guy fucked up first, Okay, great. 
Now we got two fuck ups to deal with. Why didn't your guy do better? Right. So again, just take your fucking whataboutism and shove it firmly up your asshole. Now we're going to get to the fun part. And before we get to the fun part, hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. All right. Gang, when I first uh, realized I was an atheist, I told you, I, I got online and I, I had to do some research. Like, what the fuck is this whole atheism thing? And one of my influences, and I finally got to do a show with him, was him at motherfucking uh, Meta, the friendly atheist. And he is exactly that. And a portion of this I ripped from uh, my main man, Hemet. The rest of it is literally things that I have heard in my travels as a fucking atheist. Now, when I say I, something tells me, if you are listening to this show as an out-and-out fucking in-your-face level atheist, you've heard this shit too. I don't know if this is the annoying shit we hear, the funny shit we hear, or maybe just a little combination of both. But I got a pretty good list here. So we're going to jump right in. So the shit that I've heard in my almost 10-year travel as an atheist, I think we've all heard this one, right? You've turned your back on God because you just want to sin. Okay, first and foremost, sin is a religious concept. There's no such thing as sin. It's not. It's for, it's for people who believe that there's a man in the sky. Or you guys get mad when we say that. So a timeless, spaceless, immaterial, personal, whatever the fuck you guys say to make yourself feel better. There's no such thing as sin. It's a religious concept. So no, I I, I did not turn my back on God because I just want to sin. I do the exact same shit now as I did when I was a Christian, except now I take full responsibility for it. The good and the bad. And when you say things like you turned your back on God, dot, 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 that's also a loaded statement. Turning your back on God kind of denotes that you believe in a God in the first place. And you'll never guess what? I don't. So again, and so and that also ties into you just want to do whatever you want. And like, yeah, you're right. I do. And as it turns out, because my parents raised me good, the overwhelming majority of the stuff that I want to do I believe is a benefit to this society. Even the stuff that you can say is purely selfish, like working out, right? The healthier a society is, the less we all have to pay out of our pockets to help each other out. That's that's how it works, right? So I would like to think, yeah, you're right. I do what I want to do, but it's either somewhat socially benign or for the most part, it's a social benefit. And again, I turned my back on God just because I wanted to sin. Again, kind of a uh, malformed statement. I don't believe in the concept of sin. Now, this one was an especially good one. I I actually liked this one. The first time I heard this one, I almost laughed. It was by Jehovah's Witness. And I still remember. And she was dead serious, gang. Dead fucking serious when she said it. And like, so you worship Satan. Oh, fuck me. No, I don't worship Satan. Okay, it, it, You understand that God and that those two concepts walk hand in hand. You really can't believe in one without believing in the other. 
right? It's like if you believe in Tinkerbell, there's a good chance you believe in Peter Pan and vice versa. I'm not a Satan worshiper. I don't worship Satan. I'm not even part of, you know, the satanic temple. I don't see the benefit. But I don't worship fucking Satan. I don't think you guys understand exactly what atheism fucking means. So again, if I don't believe in your God, there's a good chance I also don't believe in your God's version of Lex fucking Luthor. So when you say the things like, uh, yo, so you don't worship God, so you you worship Satan. Right? Okay. And you know, and in all honesty, now I think about it, I see where you're coming from. Again, y'all's system of belief is so binary. It's so either or. You're either really, really good or you're really, really... And in y'all's book, quite literally, in y'all's book, it's either God or the devil. That's just it. And so I, I get where you guys are coming from, but the answer is no. I do not worship Satan. I never have, and I never fucking will. <laughs> right? So again, yeah, I bet you a lot of atheists have... You guys have heard this shit as well. Right? And another one. Another one that I've gotten, I still get this one today, gang. I really, really do. And that is, you're going to call out to God when you are suffering. And that's right up there with the whole, there are no atheists in foxholes. Now, that both of those are sitting on such enormous piles of bullshit. It is insulting to the point where it's fucking comical. Now, I've told you all before, I've had substance abuse issues. If you are my age and you play football, excuse me, there's a good chance you dabbled in the old Vicodin. Vicky is now, has been, and will probably be my favorite girl. I can't fuck with Vicky anymore. I really, really can't. Uh, so I, 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 I was hooked on it for about 13 years. And let's just say that story did not end well. So I had to clean up my act. I did. I never beat an old lady over her head for money or anything like that. I, I, it was more self-destructive behavior, more than anything. Actually, that's all it was. But so I cleaned up my act, and I remember my psychiatrist, who's still my—I don't even know why I'm with that dude. Actually, I do know he's an asshole, but he's really good at his job. But he kept wanting me to go to meetings, go to meetings, go to meetings. I was like, I don't want to go to meetings, man. I just don't. And so I remember there was one, he just really knuckled me down. And next thing I know, my monkey ass is walking out of the door. You know what I, fuck me. I, I ended up in a fucking meeting. <laughs> like, how'd, how'd your Jedi mind trick the shit out of me like that? But here's the thing, gang. I, I wasn't going to say shit, but you know, you kind of have to go around the room and kind of what you see on the movies, that part is almost true, right? Hi, my name's Robert. Hi, Robert. Right. And I'm, I'm. I'm an addict. I didn't. I mean, fuck me. So I went and I, and I sat there and I listened. And, and I remember it was, you know, you got to give, you know, your addiction over to a higher power. And I was like, why? Well, you can't do this on your own. It's like, that sounds like a fucking challenge, Jack. But you can't. Yes, I can. And this why for me, for me, I don't do AA, NA, or that other bullshit, right? To sell you as a perpetual fucking victim, that no, no, right? But they kept saying, you can't do it without a higher power. And I was like, well, I don't believe in a higher power. Like, well, your higher power can be anything. It's like, well, what about that rock? 
Yeah. They're like, then that's just stupid. I'm, I'm not going to pray to a fucking rock that I stay off a of fucking Vicodin. That, now, now your higher power has literally been reduced to bullshit. So that's another stupid argument. And gang, they just wouldn't let it go. And so I hit them with the fucking stone cold uh, stunner of knowledge. I did. I was like, okay, so let me get this straight. While I, my, when my dick was in the dirt, when I was, I literally took so much fucking Vicodin. I tried to take my own life. Where was that higher power then? And if that fucker wasn't around, now that I'm clean, why do I need to give that fucker any credit? Right? And so again, it's a whole, your, your call out to God when you're suffering. No, I did it. My last suicide attempt was out of, as a fucking atheist. And before one of you assholes chime in, my last suicide attempt had nothing to do with me being an atheist. It had to do with an undiag undiagnosed brain damage and mental illness coupled with a shit ton of alcohol, coupled with a shit ton of drugs. That's why. What the fuck's that sound? Bubba. God, I hope no one's breaking into my house. I'm too tired to get into a fight. But back on topic. And so again, this whole, you're called out to God when you're suffering. No, no, that's not true. That's actually not true at all. And again, if, if before I go any further, again, I am an atheist because the evidence you guys put forth simply does not lead to a proof. I'm addressing this topic because it's a common one. So I don't want someone to say, oh, see, he's actually secretly angry at God. Shut the fuck up. So again, this whole, you will call out to God when you're suffering bullshit. Why? Why? If he wasn't there when the suffering started, why do I need to lean on him when it's going down? So again, that's just a bullshit ass saying. And again, if that's the case, and if your God is real, he's kind of an arrogant asshole, a narcissist. He just wants to scoop in and save the fucking day, right? So again, no, you're not going to call out to God when you're fucking suffering. For actually, again, the bottom line, your, your God is as much a part of my life as Brahma, Ganesh, and Ogun is to yours, right? You don't call out to those cats. You don't call out to Kalista when this shit's going down. Kalista's not even a part on your fucking radar. And you know what? Your God isn't on mine. All right. Here's another fun one. And I, I did a whole show on this one, didn't I? And man, how many times have you guys gotten this one as well? You're actually an agnostic. Okay, you know what I'm going to say to that? Go fuck yourself. You arrogant assholes. I just fucking told you what I am, right? And again, I've made videos about it. I've tweeted about it. I've talked about it on my podcast. I'm going to say it one more fucking time. What is so hard about letting members of the club define the fucking club? Fellow atheists, how many, can you, did you stop counting did you ever start start counting? How many times have we all gotten that? Right? It's like, oh, so no, no, no. You're not an atheist. You're an agnostic. I mean, I, I know I'm brain damaged, but I'm pretty sure I know just what came out of my fucking mouth. I'm pretty sure I just told you that I'm an atheist. No, 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 no. You're, you're really an agnostic. And I'm like, again, now I don't even entertain those conversations. And when I do, and 
I've had people get upset at me on Twitter when I say it, which only makes me step on the gas even more. And so probably the last person who said it was fuckface Titus 3-5. Now, Titus went from being very friendly with me to earning the title fuckface to me blocking him. Because Titus was one of those people who just wouldn't let it go that God uses rape for his glory. I was like, dude, I can't even hear what's coming out of your fucking mouth. But he would not let go of Robert. Nope, I'm sorry. You're actually an agnostic. And so I was like, oh, you know what? Hey, Titus, let me ask you a fucking question there, fuckface. How many golf balls do you shove up your ass every morning? And at first, he wouldn't answer the fucking question, right? And I just wouldn't let it go. And finally, it was like, Robert, I don't do that. Then you're not a Christian. You're not a Christian, dude. You're not a Christian. Because my definition of a Christian is someone who shoves 17 golf balls up their asshole every morning. So again, the difference between us and y'all is that we're polite enough to when you say, I'm a Christian or I'm an agnostic. You know what we normally say? Okay. But again, you fuckers, you just can't return the fucking favor. So for that, I say, go fuck yourself. That's actually probably my most annoying one right there. And because I just talked about my most annoying one, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. All right. Which other one can we bounce around to here? <clears throat> I wrote some of this shit down. Oh, my God. This one. All right. <clears throat> so I think I told y'all. One of the, actually it was, it was the first conversation that was not with a pastor, right? And I said, I know someone who told me, God damn, excuse that. That her mother has converted a great many of atheists. Would you be wanting to give it a shot? I said, fuck yeah, this sounds like fun. Gang, she was horrible. Again, again, it was two hours of her literally threatening me with an eternity of of uh, conscious torment. It's like, does this really work? How many conversions have you got actually gotten? This is fucking terrible. But I knew this person was going to suck balls at this when their opening line was, you can't prove there is no God. Oh, fuck me. And again, here's someone who graduated from college. And I could already tell you this person's graduating GPA is higher than mine. How do I know that? Let Uncle Bobby tell you. Because it is impossible. I, I, I am possession of the lowest possible GPA you can possibly have and still call yourself a fucking college graduate. So I know on paper she's smarter than I am. I know what she does for a living. This is not a stupid woman. But the problem with what she said is that is literally logic 101. No, I do not give a shit what Steve McRae has to say On this topic, I do not carry a burden of proof. I don't. When you tell me there's a God, all I say is I don't believe you. I don't. And until you can prove it, I'm going to continue to say I don't believe you. And so when you come to the spades table and the first card you throw down is you can't prove to me that there is no God. You are not on my level. So again, oh, that one was so fucking annoying. And I've gotten that on more than one occasion. And it's like, have you guys ever 
picked up a book and actually fucking read it. Burden of proof. My father, and I'll never forget this moment for as long as I live. And this is one of those things that it literally changed my life. I mean, it's really made me kind of who I am intellectually. It's part of the reason why I don't gossip. Right. And I can't remember the name of the rock and roll band from the 80s. But one band, the lead singer of the band was accused of being a racist and saying all kinds of bullshit about niggers and all this other stuff. And I was telling my dad and I remember he never looked up from what he was doing. He was like, can you prove it? Well, no, dad. And then he said, you know, niggers is it. Can you prove it? Well, I, I don't know. But then he said, there's like, can you prove it? And I'll never forget every time I opened up my mouth with an accusation, all he said was, can you prove it? And when I couldn't prove it, you know what I did with that belief? I trashed it. And again, I'm trying to remember which band it was, but you know what? I was wrong. He actually did not say that. It was just a vicious fucking rumor. And so again, it's one of those moments that I will never fucking forget. Right? It's just like, can you prove it? Can you prove it? I had made the claim that it wasn't Axl Rose, but just say Axl Rose. Hashtag I love Axl Rose. That Axl Rose calls black people niggers and he's part of the Ku Klux Klan. I had the burden of proof to put my cards on the table and back that claim. And my dad asked me to do it. And you know what? I fucking failed. Then I went back to the drawing board. I did some homework and it turns out I was wrong. So again, when, when you trot out the you can't prove to me that there is no God then you don't understand basic burden of proof. That was a lesson I learned when I was a child. I don't think I was even fucking driving. So when you hear an adult make that mistake, again, you are so lethally unintelligent. I cannot believe you've raised children. So again, the whole you can't prove there is no God, uh, you got you got to fucking stop doing that, please. <laughs> All right, another one, shit. Oh, God, I hear this one on Fox all the time, right? And it's up, uh, you know, the war on Chris, all that stupid shit, right? And it's, uh, why do you always pick on Christians? Gang, now that one is laughable on its fucking face. Again, it's not why do we pick on Christians. The bigger question is, why do you guys feel the need to pick on everybody else? Do you know who has never knocked on my door to tell me that I'm going to go to their hell? Muslims. Never. I've never gotten a flyer from the local Hindu temple. Never. I made a Twitter video, if y'all remember, where a prayer line called my phone. Press one for prayer, three if you don't want the blessings. You know who's never fucking done that to me? The Zoroastrians, the Jews, right? I mean, fuck me. Let's use the Bobby Reed saying, when you don't know what oppression is, you have to make shit up. And again, the shit you make up sounds so fucking stupid. Only in the fucking Bible Belt, only in America, can the ruling class make this kind of fucking statement. And I still remember, this is when before Dave Silverman lost his fucking mind. And he was on Fox. And gang, when he was on Fox, he did a great job. Uh, 
uh, Shmuley Botek. I think I'm saying his name right. Uh, they, uh, God, what's the name for Hebrew uh, religious leaders? Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi. And then fuckface Bill, what's that? He, the, he called the bulldog of the, the prep, Bill, Bill Donahue. And he was always on there with those guys and going back and forth and shit like that. And Dave would do a really good job of standing up for atheists and shit like that. I'm trying to remember where the fuck I was going with that. You know, why do you pick on? Oh, that's right. And I can't remember the name of the blonde host because, of course, they're all blonde and they all fucking look alike. But they say that about black people. Go fuck yourself. And I remember she was one who kind of started. It was like, well, well, why don't you do that to the Muslims? Why don't you do that to the Muslims? Now I remember. It was the billboard that says something along the lines of, you know, you don't have to go to church. It was Christmas. <clears throat> you know, basically stay your monkey ass at home. Right? You don't have to believe in the fairy tale. Stay your ass at home. And, of course, Christians got super pissed off. And it was like, oh, I don't see you doing that to Muslims. Well, first and foremost, apparently, American atheists, they did. He said, we absolutely put up a billboard. He's like, you know what? The Muslim community, they were like, ooh, good point. <laughs> right? They, they, the, the Muslims actually treated the atheists better than the fucking Christians did. Right? So, again, it's the whole, why do you pick on Christians? That's the wrong fucking question, Jack. Did y'all check my Twitter feed? There was that dude in Walmart. Pete fucking hours. People are just trying to get their fucking discount box fan because it's hot as shit. Make some groceries. Get some fucking knickknacks. Maybe go pick up some electronics. And they want to check out and they want to leave. People don't hang out at fucking Walmart like we did in the 80s at a mall. Hashtag I never did that. And this dude's just sitting there screaming at people, preaching about, you know, the blessings of, which is fine, which is fine. I'm not here to stop them. But again, this is not a rare event. And when you put your stuff out there and then your shit gets criticized, you're the first ones to sit here and say, why are you picking on it? Again, you're asking the wrong questions, asshole. Again, if you want to be left alone, May I recommend you leave people the fuck alone? Again, funny how that works. But gang, it looks like we're doing this again. I am pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill, say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back with part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Red ain't black again. Y'all hear the bubs in the background? What do you want, Bubba? What do you want? All right, but we're gonna keep this thing going. Uh, oh, now he's jumping up. What's up, bubs? What's up? What do you want? You know, what would I do without my four-legged meatloaf? All right, Bubba. You are a star within your own right. Now, can Dad finish the show? We're going to try to finish the show, even though Bubba is in needy mode. Now he's pulling my hand off the table so I can rub his chest. There, Bubba, shit. Happy now? Of course he is. He's looking at me like, Dad, what are you doing? Okay, back to the fucking show. All right. 
So we're going over the funny. Yeah, damn. Hashtag unprofessional. How many belches do I have in me? But we're going over the kind of the funny and the annoying shit that you hear when you're when people find out that you're a fucking atheist. I did a little bit of this shit before with that Jubilee stuff. But gang, there's so many of these fucking comments and questions and assumptions that we could all probably do our own nine hour episode and still only scratch the fucking surface. But one of the other ones that I, Jesus, it's like, are you fucking kidding me? But it's the, what does atheism offer you in a tough time? Not a fucking thing, not a fucking thing. And then they like to hang their hat on like this major victory that you just admitted that your life is empty. Like, no, not, not even close. Atheism does not, again, all atheism tells you is my stance on one topic. I know, I know, I know. There's some fucking philosopher from Yale that agrees with you, but you and your fucking Yale philosopher can eat every single last inch of the big pile of dog shit that's in my backyard right now. I don't care what your philosopher has to say. I really don't, right? But again, it, it's it's not supposed to, it doesn't offer me anything. Again, that's like saying, what does algebra offer you in a tough time? That answer is not a fucking thing. You want to know why? Algebra, just like atheism, does not address that topic. It doesn't, right? If I'm having a massive heart attack, and someone comes up to me and says, well, what is your Kaji Kimbo training going to offer you now? Not a fucking thing. Because being a martial artist does not address heart health. It does not. Not directly. It, it, it's not going to solve the problem. And so when I'm going through a hard time, like I'm going through right now, how does my atheism help me? It doesn't. Because it's got nothing to do with what's going on in my personal life right now. It doesn't speak to it. So I, I know people like to, uh, and I've seen like Turk do it and all the fucking apologists, where they are master at edit, at monster editing, Frankenstein edits and cuts, right? They'll ask, well, what does atheism offer you in a hard time? You say nothing, bam, they cut the tape, they go to black. Then they immediately start talking. It's like, look, we just found two dozen atheists to sit here and tell us how empty their life is. No, that's not it at all. Right, it's like, well, what does your Christianity offer you when you're having a threesome? Well, nothing. I cut the tape. All Christians have shitty sex lives. They don't enjoy having sex. It's a burden. But shut the fuck up. So again, we we can play this game too. But again, it's a whole. You know, what does atheism offer you in a hard time? I'll answer that question right now. Again, not a fucking thing. You want to know why? My atheism doesn't address that at all. Right. Another one, and I'm not going to go all day on this, even though I could. It's the atheistic worldview. Again, I have addressed this a million times. And I will probably have to address it a million more times. Because Christians and Christian apologists still bellyache about it. Right? Well, how is this okay in your atheistic worldview? Do you not understand how fucking stupid you sound? Right? And, and again, it's when you tell me how fucking Thor 
your non-belief in Thor affects your every fucking day decisions. I'll, I'll tell you how my non-belief in your particular God affects mine. So again, there is no such thing as an atheistic worldview. And before you go scurry off to some fucking agnostic to tell you that I'm wrong, don't. Nah, don't be a fucking asshole, right? Gang, the big one of them all, the grand fucking pooba, the worst fucking question statement that someone can puke out of their fucking mouth is, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. Gang, that one right there makes me want to punch a hole in a fucking wall. Oh my God, it's so fucking annoying. I have had that said to my face more than fucking once. That, you know, as I sit here, I'll get this list. I left one off, and that is, have you ever read the book of John? People normally ask me that after I tell them I have read the Bible three times. I, I, I was like, I don't know. Is John part of the fucking Bible? Yeah. Then I've read fucking John, right? But, I mean, I'm looking at this list, and yet every single last one, Oh, don't worry. You're just going through a phase. Shut the fuck up. This isn't puberty. It's called atheism, right? But uh, I'm saying, yeah, every single last one, gang, I have experienced. Oh, my fucking God. And the one that I hate the most when people say it to my face is, Robert, I don't have enough faith <clears throat> to be an atheist. Just in case you assholes and you fuck faces were not aware Saying that I don't believe your claims, that there's a timeless, spaceless, immaterial, personal fuck face up there in the clouds watching me jerk off. I don't believe you tell, when you tell me that. And it requires no faith at all whatsoever. And I think they lob that out there so that we can argue on equal ground. And we can't. Because here's the thing. Me saying I don't believe you literally requires no faith at all, right? Well, it takes way more faith to believe that the universe just popped into nothing without, you know, intelligent design. And once again, do you not understand that my atheism does not speak to how the universe began? And if I'm not mistaken, I actually, I know I'm not mistaken when I say this, no scientist worth their salt uses that phrase. That is right up there with, why don't we teach the controversy? It's because there is no fucking controversy, right? It's not evolution versus creationism. No, no. Again, that's like, well, why don't we teach both theories, Robert? There's sexual intercourse, which produces offspring. And then there's uh, storks bringing babies in the middle of the night. You want to know why they don't teach that controversy? Because it's not a fucking controversy. We, we don't teach creationism in school because it is sitting on some bullshit. And on top of that, which creation story would you like to teach? Oh, Robert, this is the Judeo-Christian. Shut the fuck up. Again, the First Amendment protects me from you, and it also protects you from everyone else. Again, my atheism does not speak to how the universe began. I personally have no fucking clue. And you know what? No scientist does either. The only difference between scientists and Christians, they admit it. 
Scientists will tell you, we don't know. And we may never know. Now, we're still going to work towards the answer. But you mean, you want to talk about faith? Faith has never gotten us to an actual answer. Right? And I'm not bashing this man at all. But I did a YouTube interview yesterday or last night with a dude named Ryan, who is very pleasant. And I'm looking forward to another discussion with him. But I remember he said something that stuck with me. And he was like, I just have to believe. I, I just I have to believe this. Which is fine. Which is fine, Ryan. It really is. But again, until you prove that what you believe is true, then it's just, you're just wishing on a star. And no matter how much you want or you need this to be true, if it's not true, Jack, then it's just not true. Right? I'll never forget when he says, again, I just have to believe. But again, faith has never led us to an actual answer, ever. Because it's not designed to. Again, faith is belief without evidence. Again, it is the purposeful suspension of logic. You know good and goddamn well that virgins don't get pregnant. You, you know this. So much, in fact, that again, the best thing about Christianity, it requires no commitment. None. Zip. Zero. Because if your neighbor in the pews sat there and told you that their 13-year-old daughter got pregnant, the first thing you would say is, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. But when your neighbor's like, no, 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 you don't understand. My daughter's a virgin. You would go home and you would huddle up the family for a family meeting and you would say, we are not playing with the Johnsons anymore. They are fucking lunatics. Now that is faith, Right? It takes no faith to say, I don't believe you. Just like it takes no faith for you to say that you do not believe in the creature from the Black Lagoon. You just don't believe the claims. You just don't. And so again, when I hear it takes more faith to be an atheist, one, you don't know what atheism is, and two, you don't know what faith means. Because again, it takes zero faith. None, zip, zero, to be an actual fucking atheist. Now, gang, Uncle Bobby has presented a handful of problems. So now Uncle Bobby's going to give you his motherfucking solutions. First one up, the state of Florida, Ron DeSantis, shut the fuck up. Again, that lump in your ball sack, please keep ignoring it. Please keep showing us your biceps. You got nice biceps, man. They are steady growing. What is that, a fucking water hose underneath your skin? Look how vascular you are. Your biceps look great. But that lump in your nuts that's ever growing, guess what? It's cancer. And ignoring it is only going to lead to a lethal fucking diagnosis. Critical race theory needs to be taught. If you truly want to make America great, not again, but if you just simply want to make America great, you have to teach the good and the bad. Again, the old saying is true. Those who do not know history are doomed to repeat it. No, Ron, again, Dan Patrick, again, I love it 
how the whitest white men on the fucking planet are the ones who get to step forward and say, oh yeah, by the way, racism, no longer an issue. Your ego is in the fucking way. Listen to everyone else when they say, yeah, this shit's still a little bit fucked up. I mean, fuck, I would imagine you make a little bit more than I do. Don't you got cable? You should be able to see the shit. But again, Florida, shut the fuck up. The gun issue. For those of you who still won't have a fucking talk, shut the fuck up. The victims of the Pulse nightclub deserve better. This shooting problem isn't going away. This is the violent version of critical race theory. All we are doing is ignoring the problem. All your stupid fucking slogans about guns don't kill people, people kill people. Shut the fuck up. We owe the the victims of all these mass shootings more than what we're doing. And right now, we're not doing a fucking thing. Ben, I still drink from a fucking sippy cup, Shapiro. You're next, motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. Dude, again, trans people do not think about being trans as much as you do. Drag queens do not think about being drag queens as much as you do, Ben. And again, this whole, what about the children? What is so fucking hard? about fucking telling kids the truth. Daddy, what's a drag queen? Daddy, what's a transgender person? So far as long as you make it this dramatic fucking uh, topic, it's going to be a dramatic topic. Just fucking tell your kids the truth. And oh yeah, by the way, shut the fuck up. Next one up. People who still lean on all the fucking talking points that I just talked about when describing atheists and atheism, shut the fuck up. If Again, if you are an outspoken atheist, if I named 12 things, you probably could relate to all 13. Some of those were really, really funny, and some of them are just repetitive and fucking annoying. So again, this one's pointed to my Christian brothers and sisters even though this topic kind of goes across the board. These conversations will be a lot more fruitful when you guys start talking to us instead of for us. Gang, thanks for listening. The big guy signing the fuck off. Gin and truth, let's go. Thank you.